This is CliffCentral.com. On radio. On radio. More of the good stuff. CliffCentral.com. Welcome back to the good stuff. Cliff Central's very own happy hour with myself, Brendan the Q, the good things guy. Uh, sitting next to me is Kerry, the good news girl. Good morning. Good morning. What's happening? It's a little bit warm today. What's going on? It's called summer, you silly okay, person. Okay, good morning. It's Happy Tuesday. Uh, yeah, this is the good stuff. We're here to remind you that there's still so many good things happening in the world in South Africa right now. Uh, we've got a really great show for you today. I'm so excited. Uh, Kerry's, the, everybody in the studio is just excited. Exclusive interview with Yamandi and Michiel, the winners of My Kitchen Rule South Africa Season 1. Yes. It's coming up in 30, 25 minutes. And, uh, and you know what? We'll throw in a little Brendrew there as well. Andrew's going to join us in studio. The four of us are going to hang out with Kerry. We're going to talk about the show a little bit. If you guys have got any questions, if you have anything you want to chat about, if you want to get involved, uh, you can give us a call at 0861 or you can even WhatsApp us on... Kerry, it's, your li- it's your line, Kerry. It's your turn to go. 2090 uh, That's what you got to do. You can also tweet us. Kerry Stein. Good job. Brendan McHugh, CliffCentral.com, or any of our guests that are going to be in studio with us. Uh, like I said, that's now 24 minutes to go, and we're going to get the whole MKRSA crew in here to chat a little bit about the show, to uh, bring you the background, the background stories. So I made up my know. own. I made up my own. You made it's up your own Bren Drew Bloom Besties. No, we can't call them Bloom Besties because there's already a team that are the Bloom no, Besties. Okay, they're your besties, I mean. Yeah, you know what, eh? And we'll talk about this just now, but we really did form this crazy connection. I think it's great. Which is just an unbelievable, unbelievable thing. Um, we're also going to be catching up uh, with our top five good news stories. We bring them to you every week so that you've got something better to talk about when you're at the dinner table or the water cooler. Or just in general, if you're sitting around at your Christmas party. Because it's Christmas party time. I know. And people need to be safe, actually, on the roads. Good gr- good grief, actually. I need to tell you what happened on um, Sunday. So we're on our way to the finale, driving. And um, in front of us is this woman in, like, uh, a white corsa. Mm. And she's swerving. Now, it's Sunday at 3. 3 o'clock. She was all over William Nickel. Like crazy mad. Swerving, crazy, wild. That does not make me happy. So our Uber driver tries to go past the right-hand side, and she like veers to the right, so we can't get past. On William Nickel, eh? It's William Nickel's three or four lanes. At three o'clock in the afternoon. Three o'clock in the afternoon. So then we try to go to the left-hand side, and eventually we, we get past her. And this our Uber driver, I mean, he was scared. He put foot, and we went. And then I saw it was a woman. Wasn't on the phone. Was on another planet. Ach, no. Like properly. So we're watching her in the rearview mirror and she's all over the road. She nearly hit a tree, nearly hit a robot. It was like intense. It was, it was watching a horror movie unfold. Mm-mm. So as soon as we crossed over, you know where, where William Nickel meets Maine? Yes. There by Grove and mm-hmm. Crossing. So as we get to that point, I, Andrew and myself are like, we can't actually leave this woman on the road. It's, it, it, it's going to end so badly. So badly. So we pulled off to the left-hand side, the emergency lane, our mm. Uber driver did for us, and we hopped out the car and we stopped her. Really? Stopped her and got her to pull over. Mm. And um, she was on an, she was on another planet. She, uh, I don't know if she was drunk. I don't know if she was on drugs. I don't know where she was, but she didn't know what day it was. She, she had bumped her whole one side of the car already, and she was just – 
telling four or five different stories at one time. It was you could see that she was nervous, like we we did you pulled her over. like a citizen's arrest. Yes. Anyway. Well, that's basically what it was. I we just um, wanted her to be safe, and we wanted everybody on the roads to be safe. Like, don't be flipping irresponsible. Don't drink and drive. It's 2017, and Uber's going to cost you 120 bucks. Yeah. So we um, we got her to pull her car into the garage because yes. the garage is right, right there, and said to her, like, I can't take your keys away or whatever because no. I what am I going to do with them? Yeah. So I just said to her, we lied. We we said we're calling the police. Mm. Rather leave your car here. Grab a cup of coffee and get home. In an Uber. Whatever whatever way you get home. Phone yeah. a friend. Phone a friend. Mm. You've obviously had a hectic silly season weekend and and you're endangering everybody else on the roads. That is so scary. People are driving with their kids in the car. It's three o'clock in the afternoon on a Sunday. Well, I just you you brought it up. Be safe this holiday, man. Yes. We don't get paid by Uber, so they, they, the fact that we've just said their name five or six times is just get they're taxi, there. Okay? Get a taxi. Get a taxi. Get, if you're gonna if you're gonna be out, if you're gonna be jolling, having a couple of drinks, one drink is too many. Phone your mother. I'll, I'll phone my mother. Yeah. Phone mine. They'll come. No, don't they'll come fetch you. Carrie's <laughs> <laughs> wife. The mine will. <laughs> she would. But yeah, that was flipping crazy. Sunday, Sunday madness. No, 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 no. Guys, just be safe. Be safe and and be law-abiding citizens. Okay. Oh, th- thanks, Kerry. It's thanks, a pleasure. Thanks, Constable Kerry. It's a pleasure. We're very thankful for you. Um, yeah. So what? I've got a. So every four years we go visit Andrew's folks in Australia. Yes. Because it's family time. Mm-hmm. It's Christmas time. It's all great time, and I've. I've I've gone to Australia twice now, and I've had visas two times. For Australia. 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 And the visa, I can't do proper accents. No, me neither. Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. Um, no, and the visa process took like ten days, like quick sticks. Yeah. And it's now been two weeks. Oh I'm, dear, are I'm, you having another situation? I'm wait. sitting on day fifteen. Oh. Day fifteen. And when do you leave? Day eighteen. Good job. Good job. So I'm supposed to fly. Did you, when did you know you were going to Australia? Little, does it, that doesn't matter. Of course it matters. That's got nothing to do with the story. Okay, tell me. I don't know why you brought that up even. <laughs> no, man. So I, I started freaking out over the weekend because people were talking about it and they're like, have you got your visa? Oh, my visa took 30 days. My visa took 100 days. I don't know what these oaks are doing with the visa situation, but, um, it's bad. It's really bad. So on Monday morning, I, I find the, the email address for like the, what, the what, ambassador, the ambassador or whatever. <laughs> the, no, 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 the high commissioner's office. Yes. And I email them going like, Hey, um, just want to find out. I'm supposed to be flying on Friday and, and I haven't received my visa yet. I'd just like to know what is the timeline? Like, so I can plan. So they reply going, it's 30 days. Oh, goodness gracious. 30 days. 30 days. So I'm freaking out. So like quite crazy. I remember, I remember two years ago for the CEO sleep out, we all got invited to the Adam, the, the yes, main, the, the main Australian high commissioner, one. the main, main high commissioner's house for dinner. Yes. And I've got his details. Oh my word. So I emailed him. What a genius. Well, the problem with, or the, I mean, it's not a problem, but Australians are yes, so yes, law-abiding yes, they are. 
But he replied going, he'd love to get involved, but it's, uh, he can't. He can't, he can't, well, he can't make, uh, he can't pull strings for some people. Mm -hmm. it, it's not the, it's not the right way. So he just said, I've contacted the procurement department and your, your, it's, it's in there. Your yeah. visa's there. It's, they're busy processing it. Um, and I'm sure that you'll see your family before Christmas. Um, so we, yeah, we contacted the tour operator and, uh, we're kind of gonna, we're kind of gonna just wait until Friday. They said we can still change our tickets before well, 12. Well, you can see them before Christmas. That's, um, promising. That's next week. Yeah. Anyway, so we'll see. We're gonna, we're gonna keep it till Friday, uh, sort of by 12 o'clock. I'll either have a visa and I'll fly on Friday or mm. I won't. And okay. we'll fly like in a week or whatever. It we'll just keep sucks. us posted on social I, media. I really wish that our South African passports were a little bit stronger. I agree. So that we didn't need visas and stuff. Mm. But the problem is, the reason why they institute the visa is because so many South Africans want to immigrate all the time. Yes. So they just need to make sure that everybody's gonna come back. Well, that's the truth. And then you get a visa that, I mean, how long is the, your visa for? Depends. So the one, the one time I got an Australian visa, they gave it to me for two years. They were like, I, I only wanted a three week one and they gave it for me for two years. Okay. But like your Schengen visa, which is your European yes. one, they give it to you for the day before and the day after. So if you give them the yeah, dates to where you're going, they're like, this is the only time you can be in here. Yeah. Which is tough. America, I applied for a, a, a a 10 day visa. Yeah. And they gave me a 10 year visa. I know. Everybody gets a 10 year visa. I don't know why. Anyway. 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 Good anyway. luck. Good luck. Good okay? luck. Uh, quick catch up before we get into the good news. Yeah, um, water crisis in Cape Town. Oh dear. No, 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 no. Listen to this. Listen to this. So we're going to be putting up the article in a little bit. Mm. Um, but it's such a cool thing. Uh, on Friday, but I don't know why it's only for one day, which we need to find out. But on Friday, if you fly to Cape Town, you can exchange five kilograms of your baggage. So instead of packing your normal 12 kilograms or whatever it is to go down to Cape Town, it's 20 kilograms. Yes. Only pack 15. And you can exchange the space of that five kilograms per passenger to take water down to Cape Town. And the airlines are all getting on board and assisting. That's amazing. They're filling up the dam. Hashtag fill up the dam. But I just don't understand why it's only for one day. They should make it yes, for the whole for the holiday. Whole holiday, holiday the whole period. holiday period because people are going to be coming back and going back and forth. You know why? I, you know why I think it might be difficult? Logistically. I know that's a nightmare. Think, think of like when we, when we spoke to, and it's a totally different story, mm -hmm. but the Santa shoebox project. Yes, yes. Where are you going to keep the water? How are you going to transport it? It needs to get from the airport to the dam. Exactly. So there's all these things that mm -hmm. need to happen. Logistics. But imagine if we could get for the whole holiday, anybody that flies to Cape Town, like you could choose five kilograms, 10 kilograms. If I'm going to Cape Town for the day for work now, mm, yeah. I don't take, take a bag. No, you don't. So that full 20 kilograms 20 can become water and they can transport so much water down to Cape Town. That is so scary. Okay, here's the reality: is the, the Cape Town's going to get an influx of tourists from around South Africa and internationally. I don't know if you heard. Um, there was a, a this video mm. or whatever that was going around of a person that phoned the hotels in Cape Town. Yes, and they were like, "I'm going to try to do an accent." Okay. Hey, I'm from America, and I want to know if I stay at your hotel, will there be a problem with the the showering or the bathing? 
And the hotel was like, no, 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 no problem at all. You can come stay here. And they were like, but don't you have a water crisis? Like, can I bath in a full bath? Can I shower for a day? And they were like, you can shower for as long as you want. What? Yeah, majority of the hotels, because they want the business. Yes. And I think there were only two hotels that went, no, there's a water crisis. We are actually putting our foot down. You could only have a a 30-second shower or whatever it is. So stay here if you want to stay here. But that's the reality. We know this, though. We know this. And going... Uh, if we've all planned to go to Cape Town on holiday, we know this. We know that we cannot bath and we can have a 30-second shower and we just need to be mindful. We're also in a drought. We need to start being mindful as well. Oy, 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 oy. Constable Kerry. Constable Kerry. <laughs> um, no, man. It's Just do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Hashtag do the right thing. Exactly. Do the right thing. Um, and Kerry, take water to Cape Town. Take water to Cape Town? Are you, I, I would fl- look. I am supposed Who's driving. Uh, if you're driving, get a trailer, fill it with water. Why not? I know. Why? Like, actually, hashtag. Let's yes. let's start this. Fill up the dam. Yeah. Why don't we actually fill up the dam? If you're going down to Cape Town, take water. If you're climbing on planes, take water. If you are a trucking company, exactly. take water. Got a water tanker? Take, take water. water. And and let's try and fill up the dam. Mm-hmm. Imagine. It, I mean, it, it sounds so ridiculous, but it's the people that really want to action change and do action change that change the world. Yes. Imagine if there are thousands and thousands and thousands and thousands of liters of water. We are totally not going to Cape Town on holiday. We're going to Cape Town to fill the dam. Our holiday has now been, um, it's been transformed. Okay, so, and I know I, this, this is also something that I get. When I went to go plant tri- trees in Neisner, yes. there was a woman on my Facebook that, that she, she doesn't, she's not even on my Facebook. She mm. follows me. And she wrote on my Facebook, yeah, you going to plant trees, but your carbon footprint, but, 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 like a, a big hoo-ha. Um, and actually I, I wanted to, I wanted to reply and say to her, yeah, thank you for letting me know that I'm never, ever, 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 ever going to do anything good again. So thanks for that. You would never. No, I was just a little bit annoyed. Just saying. But that's wrong. I was just a little annoyed. That's poo. So, anyway, if if I don't go to Australia on Friday, I'm going to plan a trip to Cape Town and I'm going to take some water down. Okay. However, that whether it's an aeroplane or on a truck or on a bus, or I'm going to take water down. Sounds like a plan. Hashtag fill up the dam. Yes. Uh, so, I don't even know if this is going to work, but every week we bring you the good news. <laughs> is it going to work here? Maybe. Yes, it is. It's working. It's happening. So we scour the internet and um, try to find you the best good news stories from around the world and South Africa. And um, and we bring them to you on a platter so that you can have something better to talk about. Kerry, what do we have at number five? Must watch. Class of 2017 final medical students are going to be the coolest doctors in South Africa. How funny. I know. The Vitz Medical Class of 2017 have just released a video they created for their final year uh, proving that they are going to be the coolest doctors in South Africa. This video is amazing, okay? Because if you've had or got friends that have studied medicine... How long do they study for? Like 10 seven, years? Seven years. But d- does that include their... They have to do Internship, like the, yeah. yes. Seven years. Seven years. And if you have a friend or know someone that has studied medicine, by the time they get to their fourth year, these guys are tired. Okay. And they are, they are so high strung, highly strung. And you meet them and it's like, wow. Okay. 
Well, you do your thing and we'll do ours. And I mean, it's hectic. Because doctors hectic, are hectic, doctors are quite hectic, serious, and they're very serious. They're very very serious. Life Not these serious. doctors. These guys are just changing the face of. Like what a doctor looks like. Exactly. They all look really cool. I know, and they're, they are beautiful human beings. Do you wow. mean they're good looking? Yes. <laughs> all of them. I was like, say what? I was even considering going to study medicine. <laughs> I'm like, is this what's being produced? I'm so, on my way to this. So you know what I think? I think that they are... Like, because they all have really good bodies. Yes, I think when you're true. studying the body, you understand, like, not don't put it's, cuck in the body. Maybe train, yes. like, work out. Mo- now that I think of it, most of the doctors that I've ever been around are pretty good looking. They, Very. like, look after themselves. I think we should do a Vitz medical student's calendar. Ooh. That is a good idea. We're going to, we're going to raise money, okay? Kerry doesn't want to raise money. She just wants to see naked bodies. <laughs> She doesn't. <laughs> can I take photos? <laughs> it's a good idea, though. It's such a good idea. And um, we're going to put that story up online so that you guys can uh, see the video. It's really fun. It's a fun video. It's awesome. It's gone viral. Um, it's all over the interwebs. And we're going to put it online so that you can see it as well. Kerry, what do we have at number four? This is what Spa did for 148 employees after it burnt down. So the spa on the, um, on the 23rd of September 2017, the super spa in Bella Bella burnt down in a tragic fire. But uh, what I want to tell you is, yes. is we, um, we broke that story. As in us right here and good yes. things guy. Um, I think that's great because, I mean, let me just explain what the story is about. Oh, sorry. I sometimes get ahead of myself. It's okay. So the, the super spa in Bella Bella burnt down, but really to a crisp. And, uh. But really to a crisp. Yeah, no, it, I mean, they, they've got a lot of building to do. They've really got to build it from scratch. Yep. And all 148 employees, instead of uh, the owner of Spa, obviously just telling them to uh, do nothing, basically. Well, here, here's the reality. Your, your place of business is just burnt down. Exactly. And, and insurance... Technically, you should lose your job. Insurance is going to pay out for to rebuild it yes, and all of that yes, stuff. Yes. But it's going to take time. Mm-hmm. So he decided, instead of just leaving these 148 employees to not have work for three, four, five, six months, however long it takes to rebuild, Yes. what did he do? Okay. He has um, basically taken all 148 employees and they've all gone to non-profit organizations, other institutions that uh, they're all volunteering, basically, but they're getting paid to volunteer in these institutions so they're cool. still getting their, their salaries but um, it's it's all charity volunteer based so at the um, the police station the hospitals the orphanages for example yeah and we we broke that story la- I think it was last week Thursday yes, or Friday yes. and in the time that they've been doing all of this they've already done 30,000 hours of good things in Bella Bella and they are loving it and all those institutions and organizations have said that um, it's actually it's changed it's changed the it's changed their establishment and it's it's helping because they're doing so much. There's 148 of them working and volunteering on a consistent basis. Mad, eh? That's huge. Mad. It's a big change Love in Bella Bella. And it also, it resonates like with the the people of Bella Bella. Yes. I would go visit that shopping place. Definitely. Now, because I'm like, they're amazing. It's not even that far away. We can go do our shopping in Bella Bella. Oh, Kerry, you just <laughs> want to travel around the country. Your vibes, your vibes. It's beautiful though. What do we have at number three? Joburg Ballet went to Cape Town to perform a rain dance at the... How do you say this? Tierwaterskloof Dam. That one. 
die theewaterkloof der. Ja, no, don't try that. Okay, anyway, so if you watch the video, <laughs> um, it's beautiful. It actually, it, it did make me quite emotional um, because if you're watching the video from overseas, you don't really understand and you don't understand the music. But for us, the rain dance, it's, powerful. it's a very, very powerful, I mean, this is a powerful video of a, of a, a ballet dancer in the middle of this dry dam doing a rain dance. But I must tell you, right? So what's very, it's, it's so mesmerizing and it is, we've just put it up online so that you can see it. It's really so incredible. But what's really sad is, um, how do I put this? So, so the Joburg ballet, mm. the, what do you call them? The ballet of Joburg. Think of like in New York, ballet is like, what? And people are all about it. And you go watch the ballet. We have such talented dancers Huge. in our country. Definitely. And Joburg Ballet have come up with this, um, it's called the Bite Size Ballet Series. Yes. And, and this was one of them. So beautiful. So they take the news and they put it in a bite size. It's like two and a half minutes mm. of intense, powerful, beautiful dancing that, tell, that tells a story. And when we found that video yesterday, Shocking. that video had only had 110 views. Shocking. And it's, they're so talented. Very. And it's so beautiful. And it's like we don't support our arts. No. So we're going to be running a series and every week we're going to bring you one of these bite-sized videos. I love our culture and our, you know, our, not our heritage, but our culture. So our, our ballets and our theater and that sort of thing. And I don't think it's supported enough. Well, we we, we're going to help. We're going to help people support it. So that's, yes. that's our job. Um, we're going to bring you those bite-sized ballet stories. Um, and I've just put it up online. So if you go onto Twitter, onto Brent Lindeque, um, Kerry Stein will, will retweet that and so will Cliff Central and all the rest, but you'll be able to see it. Um, Kerry, what do we have at, I think it's number two. Nando's release new ad reminding us all that South Africans can fix anything how funny i know and also again if you don't understand south african culture and uh what's on our streets and how people do things this is hilarious it's too funny it's too funny and the, but it's so true and it's also it's a it's a very it's a heartwarming video well they show things like um like the pe the penis, <laughs> penis enlargement signs <laughs> that you see all over the dustbins and the yeah. bridges and the robots and they show that what do they say and our finance minister can be changed as quick as you can change your eyebrow. Yes. And they show like a woman changing her whole eyebrow because that's a South African thing yes, as well. Exactly. Uh, and, and it shows like the release of Mandela and you can resonate with the, mm. with the good bits and then South the fun Africanisms. And then the funny bits you can, you can laugh at yes. as well. And then it ends with the Guptas. Yeah. And the Guptas are running away. Trying to get a painting into They're their trying eyes. to get a painting of themselves. <laughs> and they've got like all their dollars, their money, and they're it's trying to get into out this. Of the bags. Oh, it's so funny. It's just too funny. We've just put it up online so that you can laugh with us because it is that flipping funny. We love it. Um, what do we have at number one? This amazing South African has just made CNN's top 10 hero of 2017 list. South Africa's Mama Rosie has made it to the top 10 for CNN Hero of the Year awards, but South Africa needs to vote to get it to number one. This is her story. I was finished for myself. Tell us a story. Okay, so Mama Rosie moved to Kailicha and um, she noticed a lot of uh, orphans and kids without homes because their parents have either died of HIV and AIDS and left them abandoned or they've just abandoned, I mean, they've just abandoned their children. So she started, she started to take them in and feed them and clothe them. And this obviously grew into an orphanage. 
and uh, she in the video if you have a look, if you have a look she's even got uh, teenagers and young adults because she's looked after them for that long sure and they're now going into their i mean they they're starting their lives and their careers and mama rosie has brought them up and she supported them obviously with with help from from people in the community and around the country but now mama, mama rosie needs to be cnn hero of the year but we, we need, need to vote for her we need so this is <laughs> i don't know if you remember if you were listening to our miss universe discussion i can play that again that's no, one of my favorite no. things to play um <laughs> of kerry telling us that miss universe was going to go to a hotel yes yes um but if you if you listen to that full show one of the biggest things about the, the, this sort of vibe mm-hmm. and what we spoke about on the show is that before Miss South Africa became Miss Universe, there was a campaign that was asking people to tweet and to vote for her. Yeah. And, and like the hashtag didn't even have like 10 tweets from South Africans, hey? Eh? Yes. And the other contestants that were vying for Miss Universe, like their countries backed them. Yeah. They were, they were tweeting up a storm and there was this, they, like, go, Miss America or whatever it was. And they, they were getting these massive numbers. Like we have the Universal people on social media. Traffic. We have the people on really social media. Do. But we just don't, we don't action. We don't like jump up and down and go, okay, we're now going to get involved. We're going to do it. It's going to happen. So this is a moment for you to actually do something incredible. Um, and to vote for something that matters, um, go do it. I've just put it up online. It's going to be on my Cliff Central page later so that you can get into the links and, and sort of vote for her. And I think it's damn important. It is important. And she's doing amazing work. I mean, what if, what she's – the children and in, in the video, it just – you have to go and vote for her. So that's what we're asking for you to do yes, today. Please that's the vote change. For Mama Rose. Well, actually, we asked you to take water down to Cape Town. We <laughs> asked you to to vote for her. To be safe. We asked you to be safe on the roads. This is a big call to action show, and I cannot wait. In a couple of minutes, we're going to have uh, the Lacquerbackers in studio with us and Team Brendrew, um, which I'm part of. Weird, it is weird, uh, but we're going to have a big fat chat about all the good things that happened on My Kitchen Rules South Africa. When we get back, I'm excited. This is uh, the good stuff on Cliff Central, and um, we're having a good time. Yes, see, this song though, it does bring back so many memories. Kerry's not even here anymore, she's just left. Brings back so many memories of just crazy, crazy, crazy times on television. I can't believe it. Absolutely mad. I think it's still surreal for you. I am excited. I've got a whole bunch of people in studio. The studio hasn't been this full in a while. They nearly didn't make it because I you gave... You sent them to Pretoria. I gave them the wrong address. <laughs> Why didn't they nearly make it? Let's unpack this. Oh, we're not even going to go there. Lacquerbackers, you're in studio with me at oh, Cliff Central. Oh, Man, this is... That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited because we went on this crazy journey together on My Kitchen Rule South Africa. Um, you guys, we were talking about it last night because we've really become friends, um, during the show. And, and we met each other on day one and we were like, who are these Afrikaans people? <sighs> we yeah, the, the Boer people from Bloemfontein. From yeah. Bloemfontein. No, yes, yeah. It is, it was wonderful meeting you guys. And at first time we spoke about it last night when we actually, um, so you guys, we thought that, um, not our cup of tea, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we must admit, you know. Um, Andrew's got a little cross look on his face a lot of the time. Well, he looks very strict, you know. This, 
you, you, you're afraid to go into his space. So, um. That was all part of the game. <laughs> yeah, he had the, probably had the first yeah. time a game plan. Oh, yeah, but now he and Machil is like Bode. Uh, yeah, they're best. But I actually bought Andrew's, um, boot Machil. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, Andrew. You guys, now you're yeah, brothers. Yeah. So we can take photos with it later. Um, but guys, so, I mean, we, people, there's certain questions they want to know. And the first is, why did you enter the competition? I feel like Kerry needs to ask these questions because well, yes. let's start with you. Why did you enter the competition? Well, we have a guest house in Bloemfontein and the guest house is a struggling business in South Africa. And that was my th- first thought. But then again, it was our 10 year wedding anniversary. And after 10 years, it's like, you know, <laughs> very dusty. <laughs> and I wanted to do something with him that can challenge us and that can be a good thing for our marriage. And it and has could been you both amazing. Cook? Yeah, well, I think I can help myself in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> with the guest house, we, we didn't have a choice. I mean, we had to make more money. So we yeah. started doing breakfast and then we started doing some conferences. But it's more in like stews and stuff like that. Yeah, if Machil, people ask Machil what is his profession, he says, at bak eiers. Glitzday eiers, puppy, glitzday eiers. Not bak eiers like that kind of eiers. <laughs> um, and I guess you can answer other half of Brendrew why did we enter I still don't know no, actually no fucking clue <laughs> no but honestly why did we enter we we entered because of our passion for food and I think I think the stories behind food I think food's food's got a very emotional resonance with anybody I mean if you go back to key moments in your life you're always around a table if you're celebrating something there's food if you're happy there's food and I think we love we love the social side of food. We love entertaining people at home. We love celebrating life. I think you're both quite modest in this sense, though, because even before you entered the competition, every Sunday, every Saturday, you guys put up pictures of what you were cooking for your friends that you just slapped together. Yeah, and but also, Kerry, you're paid to be here. So that's... <laughs> no, 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 but so, so that's, that's a, a normal Sunday job yes, for us. Exactly. We'll have 20 people over and there's wine flowing and there's maybe the odd G&T and there's a shit ton of food. And but this that's is who we different, are. And this is different because we've spoken about this before as well. Um, when you guys are being judged... Then the whole, I mean, the whole ball game changes. No, so I th- and I th- now you're under pressure. So I think that was part of it for us is that, yeah. like, if you've got your mates around, and your money, Michiel, you know this as yeah. well. When you've got your mates around, you can basically put anything in front of them exactly. and they're going to go, it's nice, thanks. Yeah. yeah. You know? So I think there was genuinely from our side an interest. Our interest was peaked as to, to actually find out, this is going to sound really stupid, but how good we really were. Yes. Were we as good as we, and we didn't think we were very good, by the way, but like, mm. it was really interesting to have people. I mean, if you imagine a dinner party at your house right now, anyone listening, and six people are around the table, your Mikey's, your friends from school, your old best mates, and you serve the mistake, and they do a Judge David Higgs on you, and they literally look at it and they go... It's lacking acidity and um, salt. Seasoning. Needs more seasoning, and uh, uh, I really don't like the texture of your potatoes. Can <laughs> well, I just yes, tell him? No, then you're really not going to invite those friends over anymore. Exactly. So, yeah, the thing is, and there's a lot of um, um, like your money. We spoke about it yesterday with um, Simon. Mm. I don't, and and Andrew and you guys will agree. Um, you don't know how much research you have to do after. 
filming. I mean, you, it's it like sounds studying. like a full-time job. It was tough. <laughs> yeah, so, well, so what the listeners or people don't know is that in the evenings when we got off set, um, there was a lot of nights that Machil and I went over to Brent and Andrew and, um, Andrew was whipping up a storm in the kitchen and Machil and I were tasting yeah. and we were Literally practicing together and sharing our food knowledge with each other. And that yeah. was really a highlight in this competition for me. You know, those Growing. evenings sitting around their kitchen mm. table, you know, talking nonsense and just yeah. discussing. Yeah, we, food. we cooked a lot, eh? Yeah, yeah, chocolate did. chili sauce. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, uh, and that's what, that's the beauty of this format is that, and whether, whether friendships were meant to be made, you, it's not just a linear process. You don't just learn from David and you don't just learn from Jason. Something mm. we learnt from Lonnie and Lizelle. We learnt from Yamandia Machil. We learnt from OG and G. We learnt from Bruce and Claudia. Um, so, uh, and it's because you're all in this together. There's, it's a, it's a. Remar- Yamandi just said it. It's, it's a remarkably tough environment. It looks, it looks quick on TV. Mm. No, um, it's honestly one of I think the most challenging. Things I've ever no, done. Yeah. I've, give me a boardroom. Give me a boardroom any day. Exactly. Well, Z- Zeta's, Zeta wants to know what's the most challenging thing that happened in the competition? Entering. <laughs> That's such a cop out. <laughs> For you guys, what was the most challenging task that we had to do? What was your favorite? No, no, no. What was your toughest? What was your toughest task? Saying goodbye to the people. And I promise you, the toughest for me was the finals. And when everything is over and your life. You get back to Bloemfontein to Buck Ayers. <laughs> and it's just that I, I think for me it was th- the toughest part was waiting these six weeks for the results. Yeah. I mean, it's every day you wake up in the night standing in front of these six judges and you started oh, with wow. that scores and thinking that because they were still, it was a 50 50 chance mm. of we're going to win the million. And we did win the million. <laughs> <laughs> did you guys have a game plan or was it just, did you just wing it? I think. You know, from the beginning, we went into this to make friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We wanted to experience, we love people, and we wanted to make friends, friends for life, and just enjoy ourselves. And it was important for us to be ourselves, you know. Um, Machil was saying from the beginning, and because I can get a little carried away at some times, and <laughs> he was noticed. like, yeah, and he was like, <laughs> he's just pinching me and say, just be yourself. Just yeah. chill, you I know. Agree. So there's a very fine line between being yourself and getting swooped up in the whole competition thing. Yeah. Um, so that was difficult for us. Yeah. And then the pasta challenge, I thought Brent and Andrew and Machil and I are the only um, couples that have not made pasta before. Really so like that not. was a tough one for mm. the four of us, you know, because you it was like studying. You needed to study all whatever, you know, and... I now thought we were going out geniuses. that day. Yeah, mm. now we're geniuses. Yeah, pasta, pasta to me was always in the same realm as sushi. Like, mm. why bother? Like, the amount of effort and energy it takes to make sushi, you really can't beat the guy no. that's, that's made in it for 20 bowl. years in a sushi bar. It's, I did it once. I vowed I would never make sushi again in my life. It's I'm a gonna, bit of a mess. It's just a process. Yeah. And, it, and it still doesn't taste as good as the stuff you can buy. And mm. I thought pasta was the same. And I'll be honest, I'll never buy pasta again. No. Wait, the, the fact that... Um, it's so easy to make. It's so easy to make. And it's once you've made your batch of pasta, it doesn't need to sit in the pot for like 20 minutes and cook. It's like a minute and a half. Yeah, and then it cooks. It's, it's really, really quick. I reckon that it's quicker to make your make your pasta dough 
and cook it and serve it than actually buying store-bought the, the, the plastic stuff Healthier that takes forever. Healthier as well. Okay. Tasty I, must, I must say, for us, the most challenging thing um, was making pizza on the bra. <laughs> wow. It, it yes, was, you guys, guys were struggling that day. <laughs> it didn't help to be standing next to Machiel the Machine. <laughs> he was man. churning out pizzas like... Like oh, there was no was tomorrow. So Your messy chocolate worst. pizza. Yeah, let's discuss our cones, shall we? No, mm-hmm. we're not going to discuss the cones. I so I realized this morning. A king cone inside out. Actually, we'll we'll get to what I realized this morning because it's all part of this big thing, and it's the cones as well. Um, okay, so we've won the competition. I say we, but it's yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. No, it's we. It's we've we. won the competition, and um, you've now got a million rand. Which is so lucky. Just we were talking about that before the show. That is crazy. You guys have just won a million rand. You right before Christmas. <laughs> yes, they are. It's, it's a very overwhelming feeling. Um, Has I it must hit home yet? Is it is it reality or is not it yet. surreal? I'm going to be honest with you. Not yet. Um, I think once I get in your money's new car. Um, My Volvo You know we're not allowed to advertise (laughs) (laughs) Or can we (laughs) This is on radio This is on radio The the fact that Volvo's thrown a car at you And and Toyota's thrown a car at you They've both both got lacquer back at cars So if you're in Joburg today Because you guys are leaving to go back to Bloom today Tomorrow Tomorrow. Tomorrow. So I'll tell Oh yes We need to talk about why we're here Exactly Um, So if you see a a Volvo driving around town With a lacquer backer on the side you know that it's them. They they they're here. They're in Johannesburg right that now. That is awesome. Yeah, so cool. But yeah. I think that's testament. That's testament to just how well they're they I'm saying it like you're not here. Your personalities <laughs> came through. I mean, I don't know of any other contestant that got given a car, and you both got given cars. <laughs> yeah, before before the result. Yeah, yeah the result. no, this is, yeah, that's nothing to do with you winning. That's just because of, of you how you came across on TV. And I think that's why the nation loves you. I think the whole country fell in love with you falling in love with each other. It's and beautiful. possibly fell in love with Bloom as well, because Bloom is that one where you know and you've missed it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so we've won. And, and we've now, d- we finished with My Kitchen Rules season one. Um, Andrew, maybe you can just unpack what's next. Yeah. So, uh, we're in Suckers of Punishment and we have officially launched the good food trip. Uh, the great food the trip. The great food oh. trip. It's terrible Ooh. to can't get the name right when you're on air. <laughs> so the great food, tr- I can't even say it. The great food trip goes live in January. We are traveling around the country. The four of us. The four of us. Lovely. We are exploring amazing food with great stories made by amazing people. This is not fine dining. It's fun this dining. Is fun dining. It's fun dining. <laughs> yeah. yeah and this is our kind of dining. Yeah. We are unpacking wait. secrets. Yeah. You, you know so, what it is? There's, I've always believed that there are amazing stories yes. behind food. And there are so many, and this is with my hand on my heart, this is not because of MKR, but there are so many cooking shows out there that focus on the recipes. Mm. What about the stories of food? What about the great experiences of dining? So we really want to focus on the experiences of having amazing experiences. Yeah. Um, the food's part of that. Um, but it's not meant to be a cooking show. It's meant to be, a journey. An a journey. experience. Yeah. An and it's, it's a show. So we're going to be on television again in 2018, the four of us. Yes. Um, traveling, Somewhere. Traveling around, traveling around South Africa, showcasing these beautiful stories, eating good food, meeting people. That yeah. you just said is about doing meeting it people. with you guys. Ah, that is going to be awesome. <laughs> that's going to be the okay, biggest adventure. That's the thing. And now I have to change my hashtag because apparently they are Bloom Besties. 
Who? What? You said. I said they are already bloom besties. No, but these are your bloom besties. <laughs> so no, what happens to we'll, the guest house? We'll now? let Liz and Leon own bloom besties. That's yes, fine. They created the bloom besties and they are their bloom besties. So that's fine. We, okay. we, we'll, we'll come up with another we'll, hashtag. We'll come up with another. Yeah. Yeah. Happens, like and now what happens to your guest house? We've got very, um, in the show, we realized really, um, What's good stuff we actually have? Um, We've got a really good support team. We've got three wonderful ladies working for us. That so you can travel. We can, can travel. Yo, we've got okay. two kids, so and that's oh, going to wow. be the tough mm. part. But our support is amazing, and this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. Definitely. And we plan to make the to best. go full yeah. into this opportunity, full blast. What is the guest house called? Solo Gracia. Available oh, on the wow. internet now. Book <laughs> Yeah, and man. It's only grace. Yeah. So, so the the going back to the cones and Andrew and myself and this cooking thing mm. this morning. So we're launching our our new um, great food trip tonight mm. at a pop up restaurant that we're having in um, Four Ways. It's already all set up and everything's good to go. And the four of us are going to be there. The the guys that it's fully booked out, but the guys that booked didn't know that Jumanji and Michael were going to be there. So if you're listening right now, there's surprise. A surprise. They're going to be coming through, and we're going to be having an awesome time with you guys tonight. And it's sold out. But this morning the, I, you can walk in apparently. I think they got a couple of tables for walk-ins. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good luck. So this morning I <laughs> off the whim. I was like, you know what? I want to give everybody a taster of the cheesecake because that was what we did at our restaurants and everybody loved it and they thought it was amazing. And that was the only 10. The only 10. The only 10 in the show. So I decided this morning to make cheesecake. But, uh. but buyer. I could buy a gemak. Oh, it was, I can't wait. And I needed ingredients. So this, this is how I've realized that Andrew must absolutely love me because I was so stressed out. I now, I've, I want to make cheesecake. I've got to get to the show. There's a million different things to do. So I sent him to the shop, um, to go buy all the ingredients. What time? It was hopper six, seven o'clock this morning. <laughs> he loves you. But I gave him the wrong list as well. So he uh. came back with the wrong stuff. He had to go back again. Oh my soul. And he came and he brought like, he, I was stressing out, so he brought butter, but he brought the wrong, I like those little sticks that are like 100 grams, and he brought a 250 gram block, and I was like, what, this is the wrong, and for me, I realized that he must absolutely love me, because I'm such a handful. Are you apologizing? I'm I'm apologizing. (laughs) apologizing. That just shows us how bad he feels. (laughs) No, I do, I feel terrible, it's exactly the same with the cones, I told us to do the cones during that flipping pizza challenge, and he just went along with it. I will never forget the sight of that cone. (laughs) Me neither, and not in a good way. I'm having nightmares some nights. It looked like a road accident. They were terrible. (laughs) Now, I, I, I told you, Monday, and I haven't told you guys this is first on radio. I, I I really thought that you're going out to that day. So did we. So did we. So did we. And just, I was angry. I'm glad you stayed. I'm glad I stayed as I well. I was like your angry cat that day. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, um, Michiel, Brian wants to know, is, it, is cooking together stressful or fun with you guys? Well, in headquarters or in your instant restaurant, um, there's definitely stress. Yeah. But I would say off air, um, we love cooking together. I mean, it's, um, it's like Andrew said, it's a, it's a, it's fun. And it's an it's, adventure. And it's people coming together. And in my house, it's, uh, I mean, you guys were there. It's the whole time mm-hmm. we just make food and yeah. care. So yes, yeah, stressful in the kitchen, headquarters, my kitchen rule, but not stressful if family and friends and loved ones is around. Stressful cooking with me? No. <laughs> No, it isn't. It isn't. Uh, because I know you want well enough to know what to leave you to do and when to interfere. So, no, but I think, and I said this at the end of our episode when we went out the, in, in our first semi. It, 
it's definitely something that I wish we had done more of earlier. Um, you get so wrapped up in your day-to-day life. Everyone's busy. Everyone's got jobs. Everyone's got kids. Everyone's got dogs to walk. Mm. And you end up in this rut. You end up with whether you like it or not. You don't spend enough quality time together as couples. And the one thing that MKR taught me was the quality time we could get yeah. with each other. Cooking. Cooking. And it's strange because you're focused. So mm. it's not – there's no – so very rarely – Social media in the way You haven't you got a laptop a open You know So well. yeah People commented on how How well we understood each other in the mm. kitchen uh, but We I got think, that comment a lot But I think that goes for For your money and Mikhail exactly. And even like Lani and Luzelle When you've got that bond You guys have been together for 10 years mm-hmm. Same as us mm. And like Lani and Luzelle As long yeah, as, yes. as long as As long as they've been born Or whatever It's Lizelle, as long as Lizelle's award. But you've got this relationship where you know your strengths, you know your weaknesses, you know the buttons to push, you know how to get Michiel to chop faster. You know, like, it's that vibe Mm -hmm. that you have in your relationship. And that's what made you, it was one of the things that made you so successful in this competition, is the love you have for each other and understanding each other. And I think that's beautiful. Yeah, I can just add to that by saying, there was, with all the love, was a lot of frustrations, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot of stuff about him in the kitchen, because you're cooking together the whole time, you know. Um, little, little Mirkis Gumknaip. Klein Mirkis Gumknaip, you know. So, it was amazing cooking with him, but it was also being together. We work together all the time, yeah. but... When I want to go with coffee with my to coffee with my friends, I can mm. do it just to break away a little bit. But this was like taking a marriage to a next level. Twenty four hours sure. for five weeks, day in, day out. You and know, pe- and people don't know that. But I mean, you left Bloom. You mo- basically moved to Joburg. The two of you. Yes. You stayed in a hotel. You left, you left, you left your kids behind. Yeah. They had to stay with mom and dad. That well. was the toughest part for me. Is when they came up on weekends. <gasps> oh, and yeah. Sunday, we only saw them goodbye. twice. We only saw them yeah. twice. Mm. And. That one Sunday when they left, um, Yamani and everybody cried and I stood, stayed strong. And when I drove like 100 meters, I just couldn't. I pulled yeah, Michiel had like a nervous breakdown. And my brother phoned me and I'm crying. <laughs> and then I just said to Yamani, that was top. That was semis. Mm-hmm. Yes, that I was just, semis. That was that weekend. Yeah. And um, I just said to Yamani, we have to freaking win this This thing. wasn't all for nothing. Yeah. All we have to time. go through this wasn't, thing and win this million rand. There was, Take it back there was a time. There was a time as well. Um, it was round about, it was, I think it was around about past the challenge. I could be wrong. And you you were ready to go home, Yamani. You'd had enough. I don't know. You'd had a bad day. And you were ready to throw in the towel. And go, I just want my kids. I uh, do you remember that? that? I can't remember I exactly remember which that. episode it it's, was. It's, um, you guys yes, had to drive to Rustenburg it. to go see the kids. Because mm. they were at the rugby, r- rugby thing. Yeah. And um, the Mnet producers and stuff just said, we don't want you driving at night. You can't leave on the Friday. We'd rather go on the Saturday to be safe. And I remember your money was, it was just, it was probably too going much. ballistic. Yeah. No, people, people don't realize that. 16 hours a day, guys. Yeah. You are standing there on set 16 hours a day and it's full on. And yeah. it's not, it's not a holiday. It's no. definitely not a holiday. You are working. It's mm. like a full time job. I just want to say something as well. Uh, and I don't think that there are, and I had this comment with Gareth when I walked in waiting for you. There are so many unsung heroes on the show. The production crew, yeah. the culinary team, Catherine. Um, oh wow, oh, Catherine! Like, no, no, I'm, I'm not being funny, but like, and I no, know that I, I know that the magic of TV is on the screen. 
the people that made MKRSA are amongst the best I've ever seen in South Africa come together. Yes. Jane, Anton, yeah. um, Catherine, Ingrid, Ingrid. Lani, yeah. Ingrid. There's so, there's so many it players was, behind a TV show and MKR has become one of the most successful reality TV shows in the last decade, um, really? for Mnet. That's and, true. and it's, it's because of as well, the people yeah. behind it that yeah. brought it together. Even the cameramen. Yeah. I mean, how they respect you. And how the cameramen live themselves into this story was so amazing <laughs> yeah. to me because Luke, the one guy, I can remember, it was in the semifinals and he was filming Machil and we just saw a tear running yeah. out from behind the camera. Yeah, when yeah. we got the results. So yeah. that was yeah. amazing. The one eye is yeah. the camera and the other one, the tear yeah. started. Wow. But you, and then you know how, how involved they are. I know. Well, we, we basically worked 18 hours a day together for six weeks uh, it, it was a family by the yeah. time we'd finished we were closer with the content producers demi and everybody Chepi, than we were with h- half of our own friends because yes. we hadn't seen as much of them if if i can say and we, we almost have to close but if i can say um the contestants as well so one of the biggest things in the finale was just to see everybody together again and to see everybody there we met Incredible humans yeah. on this on this journey, and I think um, wherever our, our new food adventures take us, we're doing something together. Mm. But we'll cross paths with people again, mm-hmm. and and those contestants, we were meant to meet them for a reason, which is just amazing. I just need to say because we've only got ninety seconds left that pop up restaurant tonight. There are still walk-ins, so okay. you can come along. I wouldn't I'd advise on all of you rushing down there, but <laughs> no. So there are some walk-ins. If you want to see your Monday in Michiel, it is a bit. And didn't, see Brendan yeah, Andrew. We didn't we didn't tell anybody that the winners, that we knew they were going to be winners, were going to be there, so <laughs> it's going to be cool. We're gonna I hope go. the drinks is going to be for free. I mean, George, it better be. So we're doing, we're, doing, we're doing pasta demo. We're showing everyone how to make pasta. They're tasting your cheesecake. And most importantly, we're just going to have a great time with a whole bunch of people that have been supporting Team Brendrew and Team Lekkerbeckers from the very well beginning. Done, so, guys. Well done. Yeah. And there's what more coming up next year. So we've got pop-up restaurants coming up next and year, great January. Food trip. All available on thegreatfoodtrip.com. That is my plug finished. Your plug finished. <laughs> Any last words before we go? Just love you all. Love all of the people in South Africa. Yeah, we have been overwhelmed with the support we've been getting from the media, from the public, and that's been the best part for me. And we just want to say thank you. We are, there's no words to describe how blessed and humbled we are feeling by the response. That is absolutely incredible. My Kitchen Rules contestants, Lacquer Backers and the Brendrews, I am excited for our future. And Yay. the millionaires. Yeah. <laughs> My Kitchen Rules winners. Right. Bye-bye. This Bye-bye. is the good stuff on Cliff Central. This is, this is, the best. This is cliffcentral.com.